Hello everyone, once again, thanks for tuning in to Miss Kim McLeod, VA Real Talk. So um, I've got some incredible news for all my audience out here, all my followers and listeners. I found out Friday night that I am now officially on Spotify. So special shout out to all my Spotify friends and family. I may not know who you all are, but I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, special shout out to Anchor FM, um, the ones that actually helped me start this podcast and have made it so easy and smooth for me. Thank you so much, Anchor FM, for the opportunity. So let's jump right into it. So today I ended up getting lost in some good reading for about three hours and honestly it's been a very long time that I've been able to get in some deep reading like that normally um, I would read no more than like an hour um, daily and um, but today since it was my day off I consider Saturdays as my Sabbath um, I took the time I actually was out shopping or whatever and As I came home, the only thing that I was going to do was I was going to take a nap and then decide that I was going to go out and um, visit a friend or go out on Uber. And actually, um, I just took initiative to take care of myself and give myself the rest that it needed. So I decided to just um, go to my room and I took this off my bookshelf. I have a um, book library um, in my room and so... The other day, the book called Every Young Woman's Battle um, by Shannon Etheridge and Stephen Otterburn, I remember noticing it, so I took it off my bookshelf so I near my bed so I could, you know, start reading it. And so when I came in my room, literally this book just jumped at me like, Kim, you need to start reading this book like today. So I took the book and I... I began reading it, and I'm telling you, this book had me hooked. I mean, automatically hooked. Um, I'm a little late to the game with this book. This book um, was was copyrighted copyrighted in 2004. Um, These authors was the originator of Every Man's Battle, which turned turned another book into every young man's battle then they wrote a book on um every woman's battle and this is the last of the series called every young woman's battle um i have not listening i have sorry i have not read the other books but i definitely plan to after i finish this book i mean i could honestly i could not put the book down and in the last chapter it just I was the last chapter that I read for today, it just had me done. I was like, be honest with you, I was a little emotional. I started crying. I was convicted. I started praying. Um, even though this book is supposed to be, I guess, focused towards um, young teens from, I guess, their age range is between the age of 12 to early 20s but for those of you who do not know I'm 30 years old and this book is so 
um, relevant for for 20-somethings, for 30-somethings, even 40-somethings. And um, I'm in, like, there's no one that wrote this book is telling me to say this stuff. I'm telling you this right now. This is just my personal experience and um, my thoughts and my opinion based upon this book. No one's promising me anything with me um, sharing this book, but I just want to share a few things, my thoughts on this book. Um, Thus far, thus far, um, as a 30-year-old single female, excuse me, guys, had to get some water, a little parched. Okay, I'm back, I'm back. Um, apologize for that little delay, but... So, this, like I said, this book is so... So, coming from a 30-year-old single female Christian career woman, independent, um, can completely... Um, relate to this book and it's so interesting because back in 2004 um, I was between my I guess I was between my sophomore junior year high school and I did not get into my first relationship until I was 17 in my senior year of high school and it was a long distance relationship and only lasted for about 10 months but um life is just very interesting honestly because you know the things that we have sometimes set in our minds i guess taken um taking the context of relationships you know there's certain things that we have in our minds there's a certain type of image of a person that we want to be with and you just have you just think that you have your entire life planned out um, when it comes to dating, relationships, engagement, getting married, and all that great stuff, but, um, and wow, how life um, teaches us so much through just experience alone, and, um, and as I was reading this same time, too, you know, it's a sense of humility as well that came over me, um, there's appreciation that even through all my experiences, even throughout all my relationships, you know, the Lord um, still had a way for me to still learn from each relationship that even though certain relationships, you know, could have destroyed me and could have more, um, that could have damaged me even more, but it didn't. And um, I had a sense of thankfulness as well that I'm here today um, can actually share my story as a single that, you know, you can be a successful single and that you don't have to necessarily be in a relationship. You don't have to necessarily be engaged or be married um, to be somebody and to be somebody great. So um, just to share a few thoughts about this book that really um that I felt that I want to share with my singles out here 
Um, so before I forget, of course, as I talk and sometimes have the tendency to get off topic sometimes or distracted, but um, so this is a part that I felt that was very relevant to the single community, um, definitely um, geared towards my single ladies, but it was a chapter called Myths That Intensify Our Struggle, and um, one of these myths that she had shared was myth number three, I need to have a boyfriend to feel as if I am, quote, somebody. Having a boyfriend will solve all my problems. So that is a myth that, you know, for all of our mature listeners out there, out here listening, we all know, of course, that is a myth, of course. But we know that um, there are people, you know, in my in my peer in my um, my peers, as in when I say peers, I'm talking about people that's my age um, that believe that to be true in their own reality. But um, I'm going to read a portion of it. So this book, once again, um, just so there will be no um, copyright issues or anything like that. Um, the book is called Every Young Woman's Battle um, by Shannon Etheridge and Stephen Arterburn. And also, this is taken from the section of Understanding Our Battle from the chapter of Myths That Intensify Our Struggle on page 34, 34 and 35. It just states here, quote, It's also true that the better person you become, the better person you attract. If you are a godly, goal-oriented individual, you are going to attract the same. But if your life amounts to nothing but finding someone to fill that vacuum in your soul, you are going to attract another desperate person. The two of you will be like two ticks without a dog just sucking the lifeblood out of each other and if you think you had problems before just wait until you try to navigate through the muddy waters of a dysfunctional relationship look we know that being unattached has its own set of problems sometimes you feel lonely you worry about what other people think of you you contemplate your future and you fear that you will be alone forever. But guess what? Having a relationship doesn't rid you of all your problems either. You are only exchanging one set of problems for a different set of problems. When you are attached, you lose the freedom of doing your own thing. You can't plan your own future because you have this other person to consider and you still worry about what other people think of you. You might think that one half of a person added to one half of another person equals one whole relationship, but this isn't true. Two people in a relationship multiply the positive and negative factors of each other. If you are wounded and incomplete, you will attract the same. And the two of you will experience a mere fraction of what God intended and a whole lot of what was not.
and then I'm gonna jump down to this part here that she makes um healthy dating relationships quote so this is quote all right quote healthy dating relationships can be great and marriage is truly wonderful but a good relationship is more about becoming the right person than finding the right person catch that to catch that y'all but a good relationship is more about becoming the right person than finding the right person a healthy marriage is the union of two already complete people who choose to invest in each other two people who drain each other because they have nothing to invest only withdrawals to take from each other make for a very unhealthy, unfulfilling relationship. Um, I mean, this lady was preaching. She's like preaching in this book right now, y'all. Like, even though this is stuff that she says that, you know, I've I known because of experience, but there's some things too that I'm like still catching on to. And I'm like, wow. Thank you for this confirmation. Thank you for this new information. Thank you for this, like, you know, it's so true. And, and this, the funny thing about it is the scripture that she used for this chapter um, was Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed from the lack of knowledge. And, you know, to be honest with you, this to share a little bit about me, you know, as I continue on, with this podcast, you all, you know, continue to um, know me as a person, and you kind of will get to know, of course, um, more about me with my singleness journey, and what I've learned in past relationships and whatnot, but, um, you know, looking back now, me being 30 years old right now, and I'm, and to look back when I was 17, when I first decided to just go on my first relationship because really the only reason why I went on my first relationship because this guy he quote-unquote claimed he really liked me or whatever kept telling all my friends about me and um you know I guess it was just one of those situations that he just wore me down because I was just like just got tired of him keep you know asking me out and you know whatever so at the time a lot of my friends were in relationships as well so I'm like, you know, I won't say it was necessarily peer pressure, but it just seemed it was just the thing to do. And she talks about that in this book, too, that some people get into relationships because you just feel that it's just the thing to do. And um, that's what happened. And then from that relationship, I didn't get into another relationship to like two years or so later. And um, looking back now, I'm like, if I... I could honestly say if I if I had this book then if I read this book when I was 16 17 years old and I would most likely not I know we can't necessarily go in the past and change things and only God really knows what we would do differently you know but I would like to say I would like to believe and wish that if I read this book when I was 16 and 17 years old, that I would not have gotten into my first relationship. And to be honest with you all, nothing bad happened in that relationship. Um, it was long. It was like a long distance relationship. It was like we was like an hour and a half, two hours away from each other. 
and um the thing of you know we was young we was in high school uh we both were christians we both um you know had pastors and mentors that we was close with so nothing bad took place in that relationship but um you know we didn't realize okay we're not the person we're not um the people that we need to be together like we just didn't need to be together um that's what it ended up to but um I won't share too much about that. I'll show there in another podcast. But with that being said, I really probably wouldn't have um, gotten myself involved with any other relationships um, unless I knew absolutely, of course, if I knew the relationship was going towards marriage. Um, Because I've had some sloppy relationships where it was just kind of like, why not? This is a thing to do. You get to know me. I get to know you. Um, so, you know, throughout the years, I have a totally, completely different perspective when it comes to relationships today as I did back when I was 17 years old. And I'm thankful for the knowledge today. I'm thankful for the education today. Um, another thing, too, and I'm doing my best not to make this podcast so long, but um as I was reading this book, I kept dealing with myself, okay, do I share that I'm reading this book or do I keep it to myself? And the author also talks about how, as women in particular, we don't necessarily share our feelings and thoughts when it comes to when bad things do happen into relationships. So it's like, we don't mind sharing when we do get into a relationship, we don't mind sharing the good things, but when something happens in the relationship that we really need the support and help, um, we don't talk about it and we keep it secretive and we stay closed up about it. And um, of course, that's probably not everyone, but in general, and I, for me personally, I could testify to that. Um, you know, it's just kind of one of those things for me when a relationship doesn't work out or things don't work out, whatever, it's just kind of like you just pretend that it never happened. And I know other people do the same thing and you just don't talk about it. And part of our healing, we need to talk about it and we need to have people that are willing to help us through that healing process, not to judge us, not to condemn us, but um, help us, encourage us, inspire us, um, be a friend, be a sister, um, be a mentor, and help someone through that process. If that means going to a counseling session with that person, that means going to a group with that person, that means just hanging out with that person for a few hours, taking a Saturday with that person and just hanging out and just helping them through that process. Um, You know, me as a woman, as a single, I am, I'm doing my best to be a voice for um, particularly our single women, of course. And I just want for all you out here listening, like I said, I have no idea who's all listening, but if I could encourage us 
not to suffer alone. And a dear, I mean, one of my dearest friends and sisters, um, she had spoke this um, to a group of friends to us early last year, talking about that. You know, so many times we go through so many things and we don't tell anyone because of whatever reason, we may feel embarrassed, we may be we may be ashamed, we may be condemned, we may feel that someone's going to judge us or all these reasons. And so instead of speaking up, we suffer alone. And if I could just encourage my sisters out here, do not suffer alone. Not It doesn't even have to be necessarily about a relationship. You know, you could be dealing with a family crisis and a, you know, issue. You could be dealing with something mentally. You could be dealing with something spiritually, um, emotionally. Like, it could be anything, you know. Find someone to talk to and to get the proper help to help you out here. Um, there's something else I want to share as well. Um, okay, another thing too, 21 minutes in, I won't hold you all too long, but I do want to get this point across. So another portion in here, in the same chapter, myth number five states, um, my love will save him, I can change him. And we all know, well not all of us, I'm sorry guys, but many of us know that we cannot change no one. No female can change um, a male, no male could change a female. We know that, all right? Many of us know that, but of course, there are many people that don't know that, and a lot of young people, they don't know this, of course. Those people that are still in high school, middle school, they don't know this stuff. Even some ladies in their 20s don't know this. And um, I'm going to read a quote, too, from this book. So this is um, section, Understanding Our Battle, Chapter Myths that intensify our struggles. This is on page 32. Quote, if you don't care to be crucified emotionally in a dating relationship, leave the saving and changing of others to the Lord. Instead, simply pray for guys who have a lot of growing up and changing to do before they can be considered good marriage material. Remember, what you date is what you are going to marry. Catch that. Remember, what you date is what you are going to marry. Be sure that the young men you date do not need a character overhaul by you or anyone else. And uh, one, my, my first first lady back in Harrisonburg, Virginia, God bless her heart, um, one of the sweetest, classy ladies you will ever get to know. And she was the first person that's ever told me um, I've heard other people say it, but she was the first person that ever told me growing up, whatever happens while you're dating will amplify in the marriage, good or bad. So whatever that person is doing while they're dating will be amplified when you get married. And to this day, it has stayed with me. So we're talking what almost many, we're talking about almost like serious years here people we're talking probably like seven 16 17 years since he spoke that to me another thing too um i'll share more about that about another point with you on another podcast but I, i'm thankful 
that there are books like this out here and unfortunately we live in such a social media mainstream society where it's that everything is always brought to us by our eyes and by our ears and everything is always fast-paced and flashing at us that unfortunately we don't spend enough time alone and pick up a book and read and really let the book um, read us and reread the book and allow us to actually take note and analyze and debrief ourselves from books and being a book reader unfortunately um, is becoming a lost art in my generation um, I'm not saying there's of course there's many many people in my generation that read of course there's many of us but there's too many of us that don't read enough and I'm doing my best to not get ca so caught up in these gadgets, you know, that I forget to pick up a book and read because I don't even know how long this book has been in my library. Um, someone gave me this book. I don't even remember who gave me this book, but it's been sitting in my library like all this time. I have no idea. And there's so many hidden truths in here um, that are so powerful. This is a powerful book. And, um, you know, it just reminds me the Lord once again is reminding me that he is here with me he's still speaking to me and that um i still have a long way to go and um i know many of you could probably say that too but the good thing is you know there's still hope for us um to still be healed from the past and still have a great life and i just want to remind all my single people out here Remember, you could be single and still be great. You could be single and still be successful. And definitely, you could be single and be happy. Be happy and enjoy life. And um, like I said in another, another uh, podcast, the older... No, I said this in my YouTube channel the other day. It's like the older that I get... the the Well, yeah, the older that I get and... The longer I stay single, I be, I have more appreciation of the season that I am in, knowing that I'm single. It's just it's such a it's a it's a beautiful thing being single. It's just a beautiful gift, and to know that you know, of course, marriage is a beautiful thing. Yes, it's a beautiful gift as well. You know, it's we got to know that God works in seasons. You know, for us, you know, for our, it's for our benefits, for our good. But um, I just want to encourage my singles out here, you know, be happy where you are. Find the strength, um, find the joy, find the hope. Um, don't go through this life alone. Don't go through thinking that you could do this all by yourself because um, we all need each other. And let's do our best to stick together. So 27 minutes in, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Miss Kim McLeod, VA Real Talk, uh, wherever you may be. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this. I hope you enjoyed this. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to share um, because that's the only way we're going to be able to get this message out um, to other people that you are going to have to share this podcast as well. 
Um, Also, I hope that you will just not stop with this podcast, but you will listen to the other podcasts that I have done. Um, Try to get yourself caught up. Um, I'm going to do my best to just continue to bring you all value and um, educate and um, be a blessing and be an encouragement and to inspiration to many of you. So thanks again for tuning in. You all have a great day. Um, be blessed. And uh, remember, this is my race. Talk to you all later.